I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, how are you? What's going on? How are you feeling? What's up? mess with my microphone in here. Hold on a second. Why is it so loud? Oh. Hey, what's going on? Uh, this is Scott, and uh, this is Diary of a Cartoonist, the post-Nerdtacular Diary of a Cartoonist. That was last weekend. My voice is just about back to normal. For a couple days there, I kind of lost, uh, I would call, normal use of it. Uh Got a little hammered. Happened last year, too. Happens every year. What am I saying? And um, settling back into things, it is a precise... Let's see. Today's Thursday? Weird. Precisely a week ago today, I was running around trying to make sure that we were all ready for the meet and greet at Snowbird for N15. And most of you had already arrived, or many of you had. And uh, Kim was just getting ready to leave to go to the airport to pick up Chris Metzen and bring him to the hotel while the rest of us got ready for the food and the whatever. And uh, it's very weird. It's very weird to think that was a week ago today because the time that it, uh, the time leading up to it seemed to take forever because I was both excited and nervous. And then the actual event happens so fast. You feel like it's not happening fast at the time because you're on stage a lot and you're feeling nervous and whatever. But then um, when it's, you know, once you're done, you're like, whoa, was that the weekend? Is that it? That's over? And then you got to kind of try to come back to life and get used to it again and figure out what you're doing with your life. (laughs) And then, you know, everyone goes home on Sunday or Monday and you don't see them anymore. Although this year I got to hang out with Terpster a little longer and got to see my sister a couple times, which is very nice uh, outside of the event. And now they're off to Britain and Sweden respectively. And all my other friends are gone and I don't know, man, just feeling a little empty. Oh, the, the point was now time seems to be flying because oh, I mean a week ago, really? Like a week ago we were at the, we are at the convention hall getting ready for everything. That just seems, I swear, it just ended. But then yesterday, it felt like it was 400 years ago. So I need to quit playing with time in my head and just forget about it and move on. I got a book, I got a book to finish this month. The, uh, the MyExtraLife.com book got funded successfully on Kickstarter, which made me very happy. And that means that 
there's a ton of work, both busy and otherwise, to get done uh, in order to ship those on time and do what I want with the book. So uh, I'm both excited and exhausted and, and then excited again about that. But um, August and September are pretty well hosed. <laughs> Those are my months to get this stuff done. So it's going to be a little crazy, and it's going to go really fast. And I'll be wondering on the other side of those where all the time went. So basically what I'm saying is, where's all the time going? I had to make a comment or a mention of somebody I met at N15 after our therapy, uh, our therapy slash hypothetical help panel with myself, Mark Turpin, and my sister, Wendy. And uh, it happened right after, the, or right after that panel ended. A very nice uh, lady. I don't know if you... I, whenever I say lady, I feel like I'm talking about somebody a lot older. She wasn't, you know, a lot older. Let's call her a girl. A lovely young woman. There you go. Walked up to the table and proceeded to tell me that uh, she had listened to a previous episode of this show where I had talked pretty in-depth about my battles with various anxieties. And uh, if you guys remember that episode, I went into pretty deep detail about my particular brand and how I deal with it and what I do to to manage it and you know when it rears its ugly head and when it's been a benefit for me and how I refuse to let it you know, rule me or, or control me or whatever. And, um, when I, well, I remember, I recall at the time talking about that episode and then maybe in some subsequent, subsequent, subsequent episodes talking about how that was a hard thing for me to do to kind of lay all that out. And it was a, you know, it's the kind of bravery I'm not used to having because it can expose yourself to ridicule and, you know, people can misunderstand or whatever. And, if any of you out there have experienced uh, acute anxiety or anxiety that is very physical in nature or whatever, you know that it's very, very hard to describe that to somebody who's never experienced it, especially in the you know the realm of like panic attacks and things like that. It's very, very hard to explain and to give it you know any sort of uh, you know to to give it form. It's hard to give it form to those who don't know. So anyway. She had heard that and said that it made a giant difference for her. And she didn't get into tons of detail about what that actually means, but she may be listening now. I don't know. And if you are, hello. But um, I just thought that was really sweet. And it was also a very, um, tan- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess tangible, tangible conver- uh, uh, confirmation that people deal with this on, on the regular, that it's not easy to deal with. Um, that it does help to communicate and talk about it and discuss it and to bring it up and to even even have fun with it and make fun of it and self-deprecate and, you know, talk about it in ways that are clinical sometimes and not not as clinical other times. And uh, I don't know, she, she, you know, as much as she says I opened her eyes with that episode and, and made a big difference for her, she made a big dif- difference for me by giving me that kind of feedback because up till then I'd had a few emails here and there really great feedback on that episode and and maybe more than I've had for a lot of them but but never kind of a flesh and blood somebody right in front of me sort of uh discussion of of what was talked about there and that I don't know that made me that made me feel good about 
what I had done, but moreover, it made me feel good that she had basically found some inspiration in it and learned how to tackle some of her, uh, you know, some of her own demons in that way. And I was just proud to, to meet her. It was really cool to meet her and to hear that. So I wish I remember her name. Well, even if I did, I don't think I'd say it, but I, I hope she, uh, hope she maybe hears this and knows that, um, that that was super nice. And I only got a chance to talk to her the once. So this is one thing, one thing, one of the things that happens there that drives me slightly nuts. And that is that I'll meet somebody very interesting conversation. It's obvious that we could have more of that and talk additionally or whatever. And then I lose track of them. They just, it's so crazy and so busy and everybody wants to talk to you that you just, you never get to hook up with them again. And in a couple of cases, there were people who I really wanted to talk to during the event that I never saw once. I never even knew they were there, but they were. And that's depressing because, you know, be nice to talk to them too. But in her case and in a few others, I never saw her and the others again. And that, that was frustrating. I don't know how you get around that. I mean, there's not much else I can do. The truth is, if we ever really floodgate this thing and open it up to more and more people, then that becomes even harder and even more impossible to to get that per, that personal time, right? And uh, so I've, I've always been hesitant to do that. You know, I'll never say never, but, you know, there's always this feeling of let's keep it small, let's keep it intimate, let's keep it so that, you know, I can do 700 to 1,000 people or something and not lose track of them all. Or not, you know, there's a really good chance we can all have that moment, have some conversation, be able to meet and talk and chat and whatever. But you start going into the thousands and you start to not have that option. So it also just by matter of, you know, the nature of scale, you start scaling up and you start getting people who are less uh, engaged in the community or less, in, um, you know, invested in the idea of everybody treating everybody as good as we can. You know, it's one thing that's nice about this this gathering is everybody's super tight and close and there's not a, you know, there's there's barely a negative bone in anyone's body and that's great, but you can't control that the bigger you get. It's just the, you know, nature of averages. So I always, I don't know why I'm bringing this up now, but I always think about this and, um, you know, if we, if this was like a 10,000 person event or more, would I have had... You know, would she have been there and been able to come up and talk to me? Would that have been a thing that we got to have and share? Probably not, or at least a much lower chance of it. But because we could, she could walk up to me and get my attention and we could chat and I could learn about her and she could learn about me. And I don't know, go away with this, um, a more human, um, you know, prize bag than one that you would get in a, in a giant room full of strangers that you can barely move through, I suppose. So I don't know, maybe I'm just justifying my decision to keep it small and intimate, but, um, you know, for some reason that rings, that rings true to me or at least rings as true as my ears are willing to hear it. Does that make sense? (laughs) Probably not. Anyway, I wanted to do a little follow-up show and let everybody know how much fun I had. It was great. Everybody was wonderful. All the people that came, all the guests. All the producers, all the uh, ticket holders, everybody. Everybody was great. I don't have a bad thing to say about anything at all. Food was good. Space was good. Um, people were great. 
I don't know. I don't even know what the panels were some of my favorites we've ever done. That therapy panel and uh, current geek panel. You haven't heard those yet. They're on their feeds. Uh, and you can also uh, get them on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. It's in there. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's not over there. It's like uh, Alpha Geek Media has all those. Sorry. I didn't put those up. Uh, YouTube.com slash GnomeWise, I think it is. But just search for Alpha Geek Media and you'll find them. And they're good. It's just raw stream, you know, the video that streamed um, from those two days, the two panel days. But um, yeah, uh, just really good stuff. And all of it, really. I don't have a complaint about any of it. That sounds impossible, right? There should be something I would come back home and go, oh, that sucked or this was hard or that could have been better. But I, I don't know, man. <sighs> Can't think of it and I don't want to think of it. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you're all having the best week you can, and we should do this again soon. I, I I promise now that this is over and I'm on to new projects, I will make more time for this for this little thing. I know people like it. I like doing it. It's just, you know, sometimes there's only so many hours in the day, and I thought I'd just take 12 minutes here or so, or whatever we're at, and uh, put one together. So if you like it, keep letting me know. Frog Pants. No, what's my address? Jeez. Scott at frogpants.com email at me anytime okay if you have questions for the show you want me to answer them here that's fine too i don't care i'm happy to do it all right you guys take it easy see you next time Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.